Hey guys, Kirk Short here with the Wichita Home Team at Keller Williams Signature Partners. And it's been a while now, but uh, we have a new episode of Real Conversations with Kirk Short. Took a little hiatus because of the holidays and everything. And I'm uh, graced today with uh, the presence of my personal business coach, Nanette Polito. And uh, she's got Nanette Polito, Success Coach. Uh, you'll see the name of her business here at the bottom of the screen if uh, you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook. But uh, with that said, I I wanted to uh, uh, I wanted to have a time to talk about something that uh, she's actually teaching our group, which is uh, the personality effect, and it's just being able to understand and talk to and read. Uh, effectively the person that uh, you're talking to and it's it's just a different perspective it's a different take on uh, for those of you that are in the business world and and learn about things like the the disc tests um, a different take on how to read into that mm-hmm. and uh, so Nanette welcome welcome it's awesome to be here I just love it I I actually have to tell you that I'm not from Wichita. I'm actually visiting from the Cincinnati area. I live in actually northern Kentucky. And this is my first time in Wichita. And this has been fabulous. I just love it. And I hope it's not my last time in Wichita. So um, you have a great city here. I consider this to be like a jewel, uh, much like Cincinnati is. I just think that Cincinnati is a great jewel. And I think Wichita is an unknown secret. So I hope in some ways you keep it a secret because that's what makes it so special. So it's great to be here with you and I just yeah. love it. So so yeah, personality plays a huge role in what we do. And uh, before we came on, I was telling Kirk that one of the things that I really can read into people is, have you ever said these words? I don't get why they don't get it, right? I mean, we've all said that. Well, I have to tell you, I have not said that in a long time. But there was a time that I did use it a lot. And it was because I didn't understand how people were wired. I just assumed everybody was wired the same way. And so when people say those words, I know they don't understand that people are actually all wired differently. I say this to my wife all the time. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, why do you think the way you think? See, and that that's a problem <laughs> because actually I, I used to do the same thing with my husband. And, and I said when I actually did behavioral style training and and the first thing you do when you do behavioral style training is you start to realize who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's really the first step. So like when I put people through behavioral styles training, I say to them, you can't do this just once. You've got to do it multiple times because that way you figure out who you are first and then you can really start to understand everybody else and you can really start to understand how to honor everybody else because that's what this is really all about is honoring your other people. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, I would guarantee you that I know as wonderful as you are and as great a realtor you, as you are, that there have probably been times that you have lost money, left money on a table because of the fact that maybe you just didn't click the right way with yeah. someone. Yep. And and a lot of that had to do with not understanding how to really communicate with them and understand how they wanted to be communicated with. Yep. So it's really a very important part to learn how do we want to communicate, how do I want, how do you want to be communicated with? Yeah. What do you, how do you want me to treat you? Yep. You know, we teach the golden rule 
uh, do unto others as they want to be done unto. Yeah. Well, it's a gr- great, I'm sorry, that's wrong. The golden rule is do unto others as they want. Do unto others, others. as you want them to do unto you. No, that's not yeah. right. That's not right. That's the platinum rule. <laughs> <That's the platinum laughs> Which is where I want to go. So I have to tell you, I'm showing everybody right now, I live by the platinum rule, not by the golden rule. Hey, Jack, do me a favor. When you edit this, make sure and you put the proper golden rule on the screen. That will be appropriate. In big gold letters. Exactly. Big gold letters. But the, but the platinum rule is do unto others as they want to be done unto. Yeah. Which means treat people the way they want to be treated. Well, I, I uh, what was funny when you were talking about all this, I, I, I think of myself and relative to my conversations because it's like over the last few years, I always try to analyze when I don't get a deal or get a transaction. I've realized that... I'm a really good real estate agent, okay? And I think our team takes very good care of our clients. But God, there's people we just don't get. And it seems like nine times out of 10, it's, it's not because they don't like us. It's not because they don't feel that we can't get the job done. It's because we don't click the right way. It's because, um, Sometimes I talk at people mm-hmm. rather than talking with people. Correct. And, um, you know, I've, I've been trying to get on this little journey of, of understanding, you know, my, my personal um, quirks and the way I, I converse and, and try to be better at watching my customers and shall I say emulating or understanding them even better but I'm going to tell you the frustrating part of that is in my world here I get to talk with you right but we run into situations where I'm talking with two different parties right right husband and wife good married couple right so polar opposite so how do I handle you how do I handle them and still get my conversation across so they like me because it seems like when I lose a deal it's because I'm not picking up on who the dominant the truly dominant party is in a couple mm-hmm and I'm, I'm talking to the wrong, effectively person. the wrong person. person. Yeah, and it's, it, it gets frustrating. But that's, you know, for me, everything is, is, is sort of a challenge. It's a game. I always want to be better. And so I'm, I'm definitely on this journey of trying to nail that a little bit better. So what if you didn't try to figure out who the dominant one was and just figure out how to talk to both of them at the same time and yet hit both of them in their own ways. I, I do, but you always have, you always have, at least what I see is you always have a party that comes out as the bold one and sometimes it's the subtle one that is making the decision. Well, I agree with that, but I'm gonna kind of play devil devil's okay. advocate with you here. Go ahead. Because if, if you put my husband and I together yeah. in a room, we're 100% total opposites from each other. Mm-hmm. And Joe is an awesome guy. However, in a meeting, I'm the one who probably talks the most, the loudest one Mm -hmm. in the room. And yet, when we get out of the room and we're now talking about something, he actually will then become the most logical one. Yep. 
And so really, uh, there could be times where he gets ignored because people, and maybe ignored is a strong word, but he doesn't get focused on as much as I do because I'm the one who's like, woohoo, yep. and out there. Uh, and But really in the world is that he, they should actually be focusing more on him because when we get out of that room, he's the one who's gonna bring me back to logic. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that I don't necessarily agree or feel as though that you have to figure out who's who. You just gotta figure out that you need to be able to communicate with both of them. Yeah. And so it's kind of split task. Yeah. And so uh, in my world, I do use the DISC profile. So for those of you who uh, don't know DISC, it's D-I-S-C. And so each one of them stands for something, but I'm gonna make it easy for you. I call a D a go-getter. Mm -hmm. So that's a person who wants the bottom line, yep. wants, knows, how, knows the task, knows the goal, knows how to get there. They actually think they know more than anybody in a room generally. Uh, then you have the promoter, that's your I. Uh, and so with your promoter, they're, they're your fun people. They, they're the loudest people in the room. I bet you can't guess what I am. Not uh, at all. They're the loudest people in the room. They just wanna have fun. Uh, everybody's their friends. And then you have the S, and those are your nurturers. So those are the people that really just love to help people. Uh, and then you have your examiners. Your eyes are your examiners, and those are your analytical, analytical type. That's actually who I'm married to, uh, your analytical type. They can figure out anything. Uh, so, so just remember, if you can, for your audience, yep. uh, go-getter, promoter, nurturer, examiner. Okay. So let's just give you a couple of quick things you can think about. So those groups are also broken down into task-oriented people and people people. Right. So your uh, go-getters and your examiners are task-oriented people. Okay. Your nurturers and your promoters are people people. Okay. Uh, however, then you have your um, go-getters, I'm sorry, yeah, your go-getters and your promoters, and they tend to be fast-paced, and your examiners and your nurturers tend to be slow-paced. Okay. So when you're talking to people, you can start to just, if you just wanna use those four concepts, you start to get a feel of, so, and I've actually asked people, so do you think your spouse is fast paced or slower paced? And they'll say, tell me like, oh my God, they're really like, to make a decision takes forever. Well, that tells me something about them, yeah. right? They're gonna wanna know a little bit more information. They're going to want some help. And then if they say, oh no, they're really fast paced. I'm like, okay, I'm, this is a bottom line. Mm -hmm. I gotta get them to the bottom line as quickly as I possibly can. Sign here, do Sign this. here, yeah, just don't, <laughs> don't give me the whole story. Just like, get that, just get me there, right? Uh, and then if and then you say, well, you know, did, did you do do you feel like um, your spouse needs other people around? And my husband would tell you he doesn't need any more friends. He's got yeah. enough friends to last his lifetime, right? Yeah. I could tell you I don't have enough friends, yeah. right? So that tells you that I'm a person, a people person, and that Joe is more of a introvert. Right. Um, so I know from just those things that when I'm talking to uh, so if I have a husband and wife, so if, like if someone is talking to Joe and I, uh, so as a realtor, uh, what I would do is I would, if they were talking to me, I would direct anything I have to say to uh, myself or you direct anything to me is say, say it in fast paced bottom line. But I would look at Joe and say to Joe, so what more information do you need? 
mm-hmm. because now he's like, okay, this is what I need to know. Right. As his wife, I'm okay with that. It's like, I might get in the car with him later and go, really, do you have to ask so many questions? But I'm still okay with that because he gets his opportunity. But the biggest thing about it all is, is he feels heard. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do, is you're trying to honor both of them in their own way right. uh, and, and get them to feel like, hey, you know what? I was part of the conversation. My wife, who's like the, the bulldozer, you know what? I was still in the room. And that's what you want to make people feel like. So since this is, this tends to be more of a real estate channel, right? Correct. So um, I want to go bring in uh, a little bit more of the real estate side of this. Okay. And uh, this goes both for buyers and sellers that may be watching this as well as realtors because, again, you know, this is my interaction, right? Right. And I'm I'm always trying to... Um, figure out the process better. So I see myself, I'll tell you how I see myself. Okay. And then you tell me if, 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 if I'm seeing myself the right way. Okay. Um, I've got a lot of my father in me, which is um, the analytical aspect. But because I'm analytical, I'm not telling you though that I'm one that sits there and just goes out and, and studies all the information before I make decisions and stuff like that. I'm not that way though. Right. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I am very much a sort of, um, to the point, this is what I think, this is what I feel. I don't sugarcoat things. Right. Um, I want to give the best advice, um, tell people what they need to hear, not always what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's me. Right. Uh, unlike my wife, I tend not to be heavily emotionally based. Okay. I do like when people uh, take care of me and recognize my feelings, but <laughs> guess what? When, but that's not a two-way street. <laughs> no, it's, you know, because I'm always thinking about where I'm, I, I do always think about where I'm going and a little bit of what's next, but, you know, when I, when I work with people... Um, I'm I'm tr- I'm figuring out okay what's next step and and I, I will admit I sometimes have a have a problem of sitting back and understanding um, the emotional side of a decision you know um, I'll, I'll use an example I had a situation on a house and um, a large percentage I think of what uh, caused me to not get this listing was. Um, the client's mother had gone in and done all this um, custom painting down in a couple rooms for the kids. It was it was Finding Nemo everywhere. Oh, right? got it, yeah. yeah and yeah, she yeah. did an amazing job. Right. Um, mother was a great, very artistic in doing it. So it was neat. My job is to put the house in the best light possible to sit there and sell. Correct. And I know that somebody spending you know, $300,000 on a house is not going to see Nemo as a benefit in most cases because my job's not to deal with that individual person. It's to deal with, you know, the bulk of people. Correct. And I advised them that it would be smart for them to paint. Mm -hmm. I advised them that uh, their personal colors, unfortunately, needed to modify because they were already going to do touch-up painting in the house because of the kids. Right. But we ought to consider a different color because it was going to be more advantageous to sell. 
And when I lost the listing, it was because the other realtor came in and said, oh, you don't have to do it. We're going to go. We'll highlight that as a selling point of your house and and so on and so forth. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, here's another agent that was smart. They came in. Okay. Basically, what did the other realtor tell you that you didn't like? Great. You don't have to do that. But I'm looking at it going, did that realtor actually give them the best advice? And I don't feel that they did. I felt they told them what they wanted to hear and not what they needed to hear. And, you know, I don't feel bad for losing it for that reason. But but how, for a person like me, mm-hmm. um, how do I work with, you know, situations where where people are more emotionally based and maybe not as um, looking at the facts and analytical and like me, my even though I'm more analytical on things, my wife is more emotionally based. I still go to my wife for a lot of the decisions. She does rule the roost. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. That's right. Let's be I real. Mean, I, I, I wear Let's the pants real. in the family, but she tells me what color and what style and when to wear them. Hey, so my guys. husband would tell you the same thing. <laughs> exactly right. But how do I better? How do I better work with people like that? Because I think you'll probably agree, society. Um, statistically, more people are emotionally based. Oh, it's all about emotion. I mean, yeah. that is exactly right. I, I will. When I teach the personality effect, I always tell people, you don't buy anything without some level of emotion, not even your toilet paper. So just think about that for a second. And I know that you all are going, you're right. I buy my toilet paper for a reason this way, right? Everything is based around uh, emotion. So I just want to say a couple of things about what you yeah. said, and I'll answer your question for you. Yeah. Number one, I I don't feel as though that I you should still be who you are because yeah. the other person you have to honor is you have to honor yourself. Yeah. So uh, it, it could be that those were not the right clients for you yep. to start out with. Yep. Uh, the other thing about that is is that the other realtor might have told them what they wanted to hear. However, did it cost them money in the long run? We'll find out. Exactly. Yeah. So they could. So sometimes you're better off hearing what you don't want to hear but actually make the benefit of getting the most for your home because that's what right. you want to try to do but let me say this to you it's about not telling people it's about asking them the right questions that okay. bring them around to your way of thinking right so you might have first of all you could have complimented them, and, and I'm sure you probably did, yeah. on all this artwork. Like, wow, this artwork is just amazing, and I really, you know, I'm sure you've really have gotten, and matter of fact, that could be one of your questions to them. Um, have you gotten the enjoyment, have your kids gotten the enjoyment out of it that you really wished they got? And, you, and then they're gonna go on, oh, we did, blah, 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 it's awesome. And then you can start to ask them questions that lead them into thinking about the next people. So it's about asking them the next question that might be, um, so have you thought about the next people that might be living in this home? And they're going to probably say no. And uh, you might say, well, we're selling to a whole demographics of people here. And uh, do you think that this might fit uh, the next family? And they may say, well, if they have little kids, maybe, but if they don't have little kids, maybe not, right? So now you're getting Mm -hmm. them down a path 
and you you put together your you put together your line of questions so that way all of a sudden they may come back to you and say you know maybe we need to paint these rooms and we need to make them a little more neutral because you're because maybe these won't work for other people and it might devalue our home a little bit and now you've got them thinking exactly what you want them to think but they came up with the idea yeah that that makes more sense it really does and 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 let me tell you something it's one of those things that you got to take time to think about and plan some of your questions out of what are how you can start to lead them down the path of what you want to have happen but let them think it's their idea right in other words, I need to do what I always did with my folks. Exactly. To, to get my way growing up, I, I, I was, I've always been very good of creating opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I always had to restructure things and have somebody else come up with the idea. Right. And I just need to go take that same concept with them and put it back in with my clients it, remi- it reminds me of I'll just do okay. this and go the I had a laptop and I actually even have a little uh, um, piece inside my my office and um, I, I put the sticker on my laptop as a reminder to myself because I tend to talk a lot yeah so people don't realize um, earlier on because we used to own another real estate company, my folks, and then ultimately myself, um, I was also responsible for recruiting agents. Okay. And I knew we had the best thing, and I would just dump all this information on them. Right. Right? Right. like a dump truck. Just back up, beep, 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 and dump. Yep. Um, And so I put this on my deal that said, wag more, bark less. Oh, I saw that and I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yes. It's it's it it is it's just one of those things that um would remind me that I need to slow down and and listen, mm-hmm. right? Talk more with your ears and not your mouth, exactly. which is hard for me. <laughs> and um but but I do I do use that to to help me uh relax more. Um I also find myself that from a talking perspective so that because I'm always I'm thinking one thing and, and already talking I'm already going on to the next deal which you know is one of the problems why I says like did you not hear what I said well no because I was already you know you're a go-getter you I, can see the end zone before anybody else can I do <laughs> and so I've I have found that I've got to slow down yep and and try to have a better meaningful conversation with my client mm-hmm. and sometimes I need to speed up right right because Depending if, who you're it, talking to yeah if they're both that way I mean let's get going let's go right. have some fun come on Annette, <laughs> exactly let's, let's go um but but with a lot of people though I need to I need to slow down and let them know that you know they're being heard mm-hmm. because you know I I listen I sometimes don't listen as much as I need to if you talk to my wife I definitely don't listen. Um, but even when I do, it's not about whether or not I actually heard what they said. It's whether or not the person I'm talking with feels that I'm hearing what they're saying, verbally or non-verbally. Right? Correct. Because personality, and this, this is not just about conversation verbally. This is about conversation, body language, exactly. all that. Exactly. 
It's an emotional conversation. It is. You have one of the biggest gifts you can give people is to make them feel heard. Uh, I I'm like you. I used to talk a lot, and listening was no. Not, <laughs> and listening was not my strength. Yeah. Uh, I have I've turned that around, mm-hmm. where uh, listening has actually become my strength, and I talk less. Now I have a lot of great stories, and when I get on a tangent, there is no short stories with me. I yeah. will admit that. However, one of the or one of my favorite phrases to use with people is, "This is what I heard you say to me," and then I will repeat something of what they said. I, I like that because then they feel like they they can either verify or validate is the word I'm looking for. Validate that yes, that's what I said to you. Or they may say, well, no, that's not exactly what I said to you. And now they feel like, okay, you are trying to really understand me. And that is huge. That's one of the biggest gifts you can give to people because there there are two very important things. Getting people's names right, that's really important. And Thank you, Nancy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you in my world, in my world, I cannot tell you how many people will take it upon themselves to take my name Nanette and call me Nan. And like, I didn't introduce myself that way. So what makes you think like you can call me that? And so be aware people, if someone says to you, I'm gonna give you some examples. If a person comes up to you and says, hi, my name is Michael Smith. You don't call him, hey, Mike. He introduced himself as Michael Smith. That is obviously what he calls himself. So do I So do I go to him and say, um, you know, do you like me to introduce you to people and talk to you as Michael Smith or Mike? How do you, how do you prefer? And that's perfectly fine. Okay. That is perfectly fine because you're not making the assumption. Okay. You're asking them what it is you prefer. Remember, it's all about that communication is asking people permission, asking people uh, questions to get them to feel comfortable with you. I remember working with a client of mine and it was just interesting with this because, um, friend Mm -hmm. but also a client and what was interesting when we were working in a business scenario where I would normally call him by his first name or his last name because you know we talk right um when we were in a business setting I was doing that and he goes hey at this point it's Mr. So-and-so oh wow and I was like, you know, I took it from, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, seriously. Oh wow. You know, yeah. and, and I recognized at that moment that, um, you know, granted he was a, he was an older gentleman and you know, what's personal, what's business. There's even differences that way. Exactly. You know, and it's, and it's, it's interesting to see your interactions with people, you know, again, even with personality and all that type of stuff, understanding that they've got two sides, right? Because you may have the fun outgoing person that's also the analytical, straightforward person, and they want things handled in a specific manner. Right. You know, especially when it gets down to something that's personal, business oriented. Right. That, that, that was intriguing to me. Well, and you made me think of something while you were saying that, because you also probably have clients that have titles. Yeah. Doctor being a big yeah. one. And so there are certain people who are doctors yep. that 
want you to use that all the time. Yep. Dr. Smith, Dr. Walters, whatever. But then there are others like uh, that, like my um, orthodontist that I'm going to right now. She, uh, when I first met her, of course, I called her Dr. Treader. And she said, oh, please, don't call me Dr. Treader. Call me Shelly. She said, when we're our age, you really should be calling me Shelly. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, now I know. I can be comfortable. I can call her Shelly. And it's a comfortable relationship. Yeah. But my back surgeon, he's Dr. Roe Miller. That's what he wants to be called. And that's, that's what, what you, you call do. him. Exactly. So you do have to be aware of how do people want to be uh, res- called? What what do, what names do they want used? Full name, short name. So asking permission is a great way to go. So l- let me ask you this for for buyers and sellers that are watching this. Yes. You know, the generally speaking, they're going to sit down with a couple different realtors. Yes. And a lot of realtors don't know how to ask for how they want to be communicated with. What what advice can you give? Um, a buyer or a seller to when they're talking with their realtor how to share with them how they want to be conversed with um, and in the same light um, how should they react if the realtor doesn't quite get it to actually you know decide who's going to be a better realtor for them because I may be able to talk good with you and be a smooth talker, but it doesn't mean I'm going to I'm going to treat you the best mm-hmm. on the transaction and get you the best deal for your house and truly take care of you and vice versa. Just because, you know, how do I put it? Perception's not always reality. Correct. And, how, and, and, and what advice can you give them to sort of weed through the perception of things and get to the reality of things? So remember, buyers and sellers, that actually you are purchasing the biggest investment of your lifetime and that your realtors are actually working for you, not vice versa. So you have the right to make sure that you pick the right person for you to make you comfortable through that whole transaction. Like this is not buying a roll of toilet paper, this is buying a huge investment. So what you wanna do is ask them questions or tell them things like say to them my preferred way to communicate is uh, i want you to communicate with me mostly through text and by the way don't tell me long stories just get me to the bottom line don't be afraid to open that line of communication with your realtor let them know that because let me tell you something if you are dealing with a person and you say to them, just get me to the bottom line, and then they proceed to give you a long story as to why they're not getting to the bottom line, they may not be the right person for you. So you, as I was saying earlier, you can ask questions to get them to figure out, or for you to figure out how they work for you and bring them around to the way you want to operate. Because again, this is about you and what you're planning on doing. Now you may say, you know what, I need a lot of information. And you might have a go-getter personality, like Kirk is a go-getter personality, and he may wanna give you a lot of information or he may wanna just take you to the bottom line, but you can say, you know, I need a lot of information. So are you willing to you know, talk to me about everything? I may ask you a million questions, Kirk, is that okay? Yep. And 
you will genuinely know by his body language, the way he responds to you when he goes, oh yeah, you can ask me any question you want to ask me. I am more than happy to answer it for you. Now, a person who's not going to do that may just go, oh yeah, I'll answer any question you want. Eh, that's not really very sincere. And I bet you've had people speak to you that way. So you ask questions, let them know how you want to be communicated with and what you expect of them. That's really huge. Don't be afraid. I like that. Yeah. Buyers and sellers, you really are in control and you should be working with a person that you really feel comfortable with. I have moved enough and have dealt with enough realtors in my life and we've had some really good ones and we've had some really bad ones. And it wasn't until our third move that I was like, okay, we're interviewing now and we're going to get a good realtor because I was done dealing with the bad. Well, guys, you know, I I appreciate you taking the time to sit there and watch and listen to this episode with us. I really want to thank Nanette for um, taking time out of her schedule to not only come to Wichita and, awesome. and, and meet our team and all that stuff, but um, to also take time to sit there and do this for me with my podcast. Um, we're we're going to be having a lot more coming up. Um, make sure if you're listening... Uh, go back to our other episodes, guys. We have um, we have a lot of episodes and a lot of different topics. We're going to be having more forthcoming. So uh, seek us out on Facebook, um, Wichita Home Team. Seek us out on YouTube. Look up the Wichita Home Team, Kirk Short's Wichita Home Team. Uh, we're on Instagram, and we're on several different podcast channels. And... I, I, again, appreciate you guys listening in to uh, Real Conversations with Kirk Short. And like always, remember, to achieve your dreams, use the Wichita Home Team. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you. My pleasure. Awesome to be here. All right. Bye, guys.